I'm Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is made in collaboration with The Jewish Journal. It happens one day. You meet someone special. You fall in love, move in together, support each other. You get married until death do you part. You take out a mortgage, buy a place in the suburbs or in the city if you're lucky. Everything is going according to plan and life is smiling at you. Then you decide it's time to take the next step. And before you know it, the stork delivers a beautiful baby to your doorstep as if you ordered it on Amazon Prime. You want what's best for the baby. You invest in him from day one. You send him to the kindergarten, you play with him, sing songs together. You're genuinely happy. When your child is two, maybe three, something seems a little off. You can't really put your finger on it. The kid doesn't talk yet, he seems anxious, and he never looks at you straight in your eyes. You take him to a specialist and the news seems devastating. Your child is autistic. An estimated one out of 42 boys and one in 189 girls are diagnosed with autism in the United States. Autism is the fastest growing serious developmental disability in the U.S. And the scariest part of it all, not one person knows what causes it, nor why the sickness rate is in constant growth. But when your kid is diagnosed, it's not the end, only the beginning. And today, more and more companies are trying to develop ways to aid autistic children. But today's guest, Gilad Pikir, is a little bit different. Gilad works in Candy Bear, a production company for animated content. He co-produced Zack and Quack alongside our guest from episode 41, Gili Dolev. And one day he had an idea that might revolutionize the world of autistic children. We're extremely thrilled to have Gilad on the show today. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi. Nice to be here. What? Who wrote that? That was Noel. That one was nice Noel. One. Thank you. Beautifully yeah, written. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. So, so let's maybe start with... It's a developmental. I never knew that actually no one knows what causes it. I didn't know there that. There are theories. Yeah, there are a lot of theories. It started with the vaccines story, and then later it's, uh, it's been discussed as a genetic problem. Nobody really knows there what are causes some proof. There is some proof that some cases are genetically related, but it's not definite, I, I think. And, there's, and that's the whole thing behind the whole vaccine uh, debacle is that like people think vaccines cause autism yeah it's because it, i guess it's really hard to grow up to to raise a, a perfectly healthy child until age three and then the child starts to close up stops mm-hmm. talking after he already started talking it seems very uh communicative and 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 a normal kid and then they just close up it and so let's let's start here. Let, what's your connection with autism? My nephew is uh, autistic. Mm-hmm. No, he's not verbal. He's already sixteen, even more than that. But and he's not verbal, and also he feels he, he never makes eye contact. And also, we've been through a lot of experiences together. I took him on the ambulance when he had an epilepsy epileptic uh, uh, seizure. I also saved him from drowning at sea wow. one time. And really? He's a big guy, yeah. It, it, and in all these experiences, I never once felt that 
he made me feel like we made a connection that we've been there together because after I said him from the from the from drowning he was just uh, crumbled to crumbled on the sand in a baby pose fetal position yeah, yeah. In a fetal position and after half an hour I just went back to see and everything was okay and I'm talking about a situation where the whole beach is standing watching us coming out of the water wasn't there a lifeguard there? no and we're just saying yeah we're fine this isn't like yeah. he was coughing up a little of water this is like no no he, he was, was drowning beyond, you know he was beyond the the wow the the, the bay he was really far And it's not like, and so you're saying that even though you guys have had these profound, like deep experiences with, which would otherwise maybe connect you with someone on like a deep level with him, it's not like. No, it's not. He won't make the eye contact. He won't say, there is no thank you. You know, they, they, they don't, they don't get uh, you the recognition that you were together on this situation. It doesn't happen. And wow. one time. One time I just noticed a specific thing. I, I notice patterns in the long range. I mean, I have a very bad short-term uh, memory, but I have a very good long-term memory. So if you'll say, if you'll ask me something tomorrow, I won't know it by a month. If you'll ask me the same thing in a month, I will remember. So what happened is that I just noticed that he watches uh, uh, cartoons for toddlers. Like Teletubbies and uh, Thomas and Friends. At what age? At age 15. Oh. And I didn't give it a lot of attention that time, but when I what I did notice is that when the end credits start, he gets up and he stands in front of the TV like it's the um, most amazing thing you could ever imagine. It's like, it made me think it's the same way I stood... In front of the TV when I watch the Twin Towers fall. He, he's, he's mesmerized. He's, Not by the cartoon itself, by the end credits? By the credits, names and, names and titles. So it made me think, okay, if that's where he is, if that's where his attention is, what happens if I'll try to... I'm a very cynical person, so I thought, my first thought was, what if I'll add some uh, uh, subliminal messages inside the end I credits. saved your life I yeah. saved your life stuff like that <laughs> but, I'm also, but, but I'm also a moral person so I didn't do that I asked his parents for permission and when they told me yeah it's fine okay you can do a, a roller collection and replace sentences in it so for his birthday I edited together like a half an hour of uh, end credits from his favorite movies and I just replaced In many places in the roller, I just replaced some of the lines with text that I uh, received from his parents, all kind of birthday uh, uh, wishes and... Uh, and uh, I have a question. Do we yeah. assume by now, do you assume by now that he knows how to read? He knows how to read. He won't tell you that, but he knows how to read how and come? write. Because there's something that's called the uh, expression by typing. In Hebrew, it's a baba klada. It's a new, it's a new kind of therapy invented by Yael Cohen. Is she's she's a, an Israeli therapist for uh, autistic uh, children. 
what she invented, it looks like it's kind of like a seance in a way because she has this uh, speci- special iPad with big letters and she communicates with the kids through typing. She asks them questions and, and she realized that it's easier for some of them to type the answers and she started to communicate with them in, in a in deeper levels you know you, you she could just get out the person in them to answer like someone is trapped yeah. inside and again I'm just saying it's some of them they're like snowflakes it it's it's not for everyone so he was there, so there's is are there autistic children at the age of 15 who don't read and write I mean you know in the developed world I'm, I'm sure there is yeah but uh, he knows how to read and write okay, okay so you he implement... won't write in, he won't write in in uh, handwriting but he types answers he knows how to read and write definitely okay so you put you implemented these uh, messages and yeah. then what happened yeah I didn't I as a backup plan I also asked to all, all the family to send the uh, uh, to, to film themselves greeting them for his birthday and exactly because I didn't know if he can read or write I just added the the boxes of videos uh-huh. across this half an hour of the family members greeting him so the birthday uh, parties came it was an we uh, celebrated in his uh, in our grandmother's house all the time and we just they uh, everybody gave gave their um, presents to him and uh, he couldn't care less obviously so he didn't give it any attention then I just started to play the roller movie which I was very uh, I was very uh, I forgot how to save them like you were anticipating like yeah, you were hoping I didn't you know would... I didn't know what to expect because You were I didn't yeah I didn't know if he will watch the whole thing or would he or does it have to be connected to an episode before that because it's, ah, okay because yeah. it symbols the end like of something or something that no, you, I didn't try, know. you had no idea you noticed and then you tried this yeah out. because ending is important for people with autism hmm. how come you It's, it's I don't know I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a, you a just, professional what, I just know that what okay. do you mean that what it, do you it's, mean by it's that? kind of an OCD thing to finish stuff and to to to, to end a process for Ooh. example yeah he was always waiting for us to leave the house first he has he has to be the last one who leaves the house and to make oh, sure that everyone so I didn't know if if he will watch it As a, as, a, as a roller standalone or does it have to be connected to an episode or something that that uh, comes before that okay so you put it on but I put it on and he just stood up and he danced his little roller watching dance and he was he was Meaning so, he expressed like excitement. yeah he was very excited about it <laughs> and he was just watching all the family was watching the half an hour of end credits. And waiting for the specific lines that I changed to appear, nobody knew where it was myself, I didn't know where it was, and even though i couldn't I couldn't pinpoint where he read the text, but I could definitely see when he was reacting to the video because the vi- because you could see he was very excited when he saw someone he can he could 
recognize on on the screen so hmm. i was thinking to myself i was just thinking hmm maybe 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 it works i don't know so i went to alut which is the uh, it's an israeli the, foundation yeah, it's the national NGO. foundation for autism okay and i made an appointment with the, with the supervisor on the education department shachar ben yuda and i was I was just telling him his story, telling the story and just thinking what what we can do with it. And he told me that the one of the things that makes him very sad is to see a 16-year-old uh, teenager watching Teletubbies and doesn't learn anything new. And I just thought to myself, okay, so if, if there are a lot of teenagers who are watching cartoons which are not appropriate for their age. Autistic. Yeah. Why can't we just make a TV show that looks like a, a show for kids, but the topics that, she, that it deals with are for teenagers? Yeah. Just really just pragmatic. Just rolling, te- no. rolling credits. <laughs> yeah, but it's not typical for everyone. Not yeah. everyone likes it. So uh, cartoons are much more common yeah. for teenagers. So create Doesn't something that's... Doesn't matter if they're that's... autistic or not. create something that's like Teletubbies but actually teaches high school level math no it teaches you practical things okay things like uh, how to use uh, public transportation or oh, okay. how to thank people who save your life yeah <laughs> or how to or how to uh, use money or st- no, I'm guessing it's more stuff. basic th- like right. it's less yeah, social yeah. stuff it's not the social stuff you can't really teach them. That's another issue because you can't promise anything. Okay. Because Sesame Street will not promise you that it will teach your kids to count from one to ten. Yeah. I can't teach and I can promise that it works. Yeah. But I'm sure that having a content which is uh, accessible to, to people on the spectrum would have some benefit on, on, on them for mm-hmm. them. So you come up with this idea and It seems like and I like you were the first to come up with this idea or uh, did you research it like it sounds like uh, don't want to be underestimating but it sounds like an idea like a simple idea that like someone must sounds, have must yeah. like it's it's right it sounds like how could someone not have thought about exactly this? that's what that was my first thought how can it be and that's what I was telling uh, earlier to know that I My first thought was that there is a channel for dogs there is there is a channel that for dogs that you leave it it's a channel oh that God. you leave on <laughs> for your pet when you're going to walk oh God. and I started to think about how can it be that someone researched what is the content that pets like <laughs> but no one ever researched what how how to make content that people on the no spectrum one, like no one researched what content. pets like no because someone researched what stupid pet owners will yeah, pay no, for what, yeah, hipsters, no. what hipsters want yeah yeah hipsters don't usually have autistic pets hipsters don't surf no <laughs> no okay so you had this incredible idea and what what was the next like what did you do with it how did you first of all yeah i started to to research about all the popular cartoons that uh, people with autism on this specific uh, level of uh, 
functioning which is non-communicative yeah. basically are watching and i've been also told off lately by a lot of teenagers with autism about the fact that they don't like to be categorized by a by their level by of functioning. their level of functioning yeah it's so not pc but too. i guess if we if we I've been told off a lot lately. Really? If we do talk about it for a second. I yeah. didn't know that's how they categorize autism so there's different levels of functioning and what are how many different levels are there technically? They simplified it to a, a low, medium and high. Ah, really? But it's a spectrum. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's, that's not, really it's sim- not a that's really it's not a line because yeah. the spect it's it's I, categorized I f- by ver- by uh, physical uh, uh, functioning and Uh, verbal uh, mm-hmm. uh, ability and a lot of stuff so it's not a straightforward nobody really knows they're just people I I don't even try to categorize it I just try to make a good TV show yeah that will work on everyone but what will be different is that the stories themselves are very are very unique because the situations that I've, I heard stories about from parents and professionals and people with autism. They all sound like a, like a big misunderstanding. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. If you look at it from that direction, it's also a tragedy, but but the stories are there. I can give you, I can tell you one of them. Yeah. For example. So this is a true story you heard and you stories. want to make it into... Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're true or not. I'll just find good stories. Okay. They'll, they'll start as uh, as the reality, but they'll go into imagination and fantasy okay. anyway. So, for example, there is a soccer game. The whole class is playing soccer. And the most popular boy in class uh, scores a goal, but he touches it a bit with his hand, but... Nobody tells him nothing because he's the most popular kid in, in, in class. You, won't, you don't want to mess with the most popular kid in class. So the, everyone just passes it through. But one kid who is on the autistic spectrum, he can't let that pass because he doesn't know what it means. There's a rule, and the rule means that he touches his hand. So he comes to the most popular kid in class and just says... You touch the ball with his he doesn't know hand. What, he doesn't know what yeah. popular means. No. Yeah. You just touch the ball with your hand. So that's it. And the kid says, no, I didn't. And the, the entire class says, no, I didn't. It's okay. It's okay. But no, you touch the ball with your hand. <laughs> and they, we won't let it go. This leads to a very awkward social uh, uh, condition for this kid. Yeah. And it, it can be funny, but it can also, it's really sad situation. Yeah. So that's one example. So in this example, what mm. strikes me is it's very meta in the sense that like, it's not what I would imagine a TV show for autistic children would be like, because it talks about the essence of autism also. And it, it forces the, the children or the, the the child who watches it, or the teenager, to face his own problems in a very direct way, which, I don't know, does it, is, why did you choose this path in your storytelling, you know, because can they deal with their, do they know, like, do are they conscious 
all these questions come to mind. Are yeah. they conscious yeah. about yeah. their yeah. own yeah. autism so that they I can know. recognize in the story that he is autistic like me and this could happen to me? It's very complicated. I know it's very complicated. I don't, I don't, I, I can't answer that. I just can't. Trial just have to, and error. to do it and find out. Just like the subtitles, uh, basically. Yeah. So is this a project? So now you're actually in the midst of creating this. Yeah. This we're, so we're, we've developed, we've developed a story. The story calls, the show called is called Adam and I. It's a story about an imaginary friend and his real kid who is on the autistic spectrum. And that's mm -hmm. Adam. These two friends together, they, 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 they uh, encounter a lot of day-to-day -day challenges, starting every day with the fact that the, the daily routine is messed up. And it can, be, it can be the fact that they need to go by bus to, to school this morning, or it can be a, a being lost in the city. It can be a lot of situations. And in each episode, they start in the real world, but they use their imagination and fantasy world to, to learn and overcome any obstacle that they have. And this is Adam and I. The a Adam is the real kid. So yeah. it's from the perspective of the imaginary kid. Yep. I've been told off about that a lot. <laughs> a lot. It sounds interesting, though. Is there? I mean, it sounds like there must be a reason for that. At first, there wasn't a reason. It was just because... It's, it's a fresh way to tell the story of, of, of a kid and an imaginary friend. But later on, there was, there was a reason, which I understood along the way. And it is because a lot of uh, people on the autistic spectrum ten, tend not to look at what's on the center. They tend to look on the uh, more... <laughs> the yeah the far side of that yeah they tend the to, 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 to you know it can be a, a man walking with his dog on the background superficial of the stuff. yeah kind yeah. of you, you can't really know what they're looking at but a lot of the time they just miss the the center of uh, of the action they're looking so at my, trivial things around yep. yeah or they prefer to 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 idolize the sidekick and not the superhero. Mm -hmm. So my thought later on was that if I'll put the hero as mm. the sidekick, maybe I'll get maybe something. They'll pay, maybe they'll pay more attention. Yep. I don't want to put him in the center. It doesn't matter. They're both Adam, but they just uh, reflect two different sides of uh, autism. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting, though, because if you think about the nonverbal autistic people kids and teenagers and you think um like assuming they maybe they we don't know but let's say they don't understand they're autistic and or not fully understand what it means that they are autistic and if through your show you can help them understand their situation better this can revolutionize how autistic nonverbal people conceive themselves that's in potential right that's a very uh, very original thought might be i don't know i just don't know it's fascinating yeah because i i just want to do that's one side the story is all is only one side the, the second side of this project is the 
is the cinematic technique. Okay. And that's the big difference because I was researching a lot of TV shows for uh, kids and I started to <laughs> analyze the colors that are used, the, the color palettes that they use and also the, the, the character design and the way and what, what happening, what's happening in the show. And we started to, to form a set of guidelines about how to write design edit and produce this show generally in a way that might be more accessible for people on the spectrum that means that you can use uh, as a neutral color palette nothing with fluorescent colors I hope you patented this not yet it doesn't exist so <laughs> neutral should. colors and a dialogue that always as a problem has to be solved between two characters or more never a character alone never solves a problem a lot of a lot a lot a lot of guidelines about always how, with, to, with... how to break down a specific action to 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 very uh, specific shots for example if you want to show and teach how to wash hands and that's not what we're gonna teach we're gonna teach a higher level skills I hope But that's a good example for if you want to ex- show in an episode how to wash hands, <laughs> you won't explain it literally, but you will show you will show it edited shot by shot, for example, a shot for uh, turning on the water and then a shot about uh, putting getting your hands wet and then another sh- cut for uh, the taking the soap yeah. and, uh, and washing <coughs> your hands and uh, just gonna cut it and for regular kids, I'm sorry about that. For regular kids, we'll just show a shot of someone washing their hands. So that's the difference. Uh-huh. We're going to make it just more accessible and I'm but, just going to hope it works. It works. But the, the content isn't actually, here's how to wash your hands. It's like, by the by, yeah. by the way you teach these undercover. things. Undercover, yeah. It's undercover. Because the first thing is that it has to be a good show. Mm-hmm. Just going to be funny. But do they... Is there anything to show that they engage? Because what you were saying before leads me to think that they don't necessarily engage with entertaining. Like their sense of entertainment isn't the same as ours because credits are generally the most boring part of the movie for anybody. And that's why, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, you had the credits at the beginning and then quickly they understood, let's push these things to the end and get the story, the, the, the story started as quickly as possible. We all hate credits. But he found it fascinating is it is there do you is there something about the content that is engaging that they is there something about like do you think that they will find it entertaining in the same way there are certain levels of 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 benefits you can get from this show the first one is entertainment yeah and that's a basic level that has to be there it's just going to be a, a funny regular show Like any other TV show that you know, it's, I'm looking at it as uh, like Adventure Time meets Arthur. Yeah. For example. So in a level of entertainment, yeah, everyone can be, anyone can see this show and uh, be entertained. The set, it's just going to be like a regular show. But if you'll watch it, it might strike you with uh, a little strange because it's edited in a weird way. Or sometimes there are repetitions of 
specific words or sentences. Oh, you'll find that the, the soundtrack is missing a lot of background noises because it interferes mm-hmm. with, with the listening. A lot of different stuff, uh, different things, and but the... small things will be different, but it will be a good show. That's and it. the credits? The roller will be special. That's an offer. <laughs> okay. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's, that will definitely be good. That's the trademark. Yeah, oh, because so? the roller... Uh, have you ever seen the roller uh, credits in uh, The Big Bang? Nope. Uh, not at the end? Yeah, so... Nah. Which is also might be a reference for Sheldon. Could be, I don't know. But the roller... Yeah. But the credits in uh, the, Bing, the Big Bang are actually uh, a short story. They're, they're saying stuff. It's not the credits. Really? Look at it. Yeah. Okay. So when you, when your nephew, it's your nephew, right? Or your yeah. cousin, your My nephew, nephew yeah. when your nephew watches, let's say Teletubbies, is he also interested during while he's watching Teletubbies or is yeah. he? Yeah. But then he's just, he's overly engaged when he, when he sees the credits, but when he's watching the show, he's also entertained. Yeah. He's entertained, but he watches the same episode repeatedly since he was five it doesn't really? really matter he likes to see the motion of animation the credits the the rollers the banners the logos of uh, pixar and disney the castle with the with the fireworks and he can watch it repeatedly i no one can explain it it's just the f- i think it's just the the feeling of a known element maybe it's because that, they don't pay attention to the center of of attention so there's always another detail to focus on they can always look at this or that or something else i can show you later examples of people who are watching uh, credits and rollers that i found on the internet and they are doing very i've been talking to a few people that are verbal and love the credits and each one of them likes some something else one one likes the 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 pattern that the lines of the rollers are making because it's it looks like a barcode in a way mm-hmm. another girl that I've uh, been talking about it with her she likes to remember names and and uh, and roles in the movie she just likes reading names everyone likes another one likes the motion each one of them likes something else I don't really know Hmm. But it was never tested before. If you make the show, uh, we'll af- because after you're sh- uh, showing the show, would you plan to research the effects of the show? Are you planning that? Because if not, then what's the point, right? No, of course. We're going to do a pilot. That's what we're funding now. Yeah. We're raising money for a pilot, so we're going to make a pilot. We're doing it with the... professionals for Malut and while we develop it we're going to show it and we're going to consult with people on the spectrum while we're developing it to make it as as close as possible to what our vision is it will be well, in English yeah, it will be in English and in Hebrew at, at, at two to versions start with. Yeah, it depends where we're going to research it mm-hmm. then we're going to have to do some uh, focus groups and uh, some additional research to see how they react to it and probably we'll need to fix and change elements in the episode or in the format of the show to 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 make it more 
fit for them, fit more for them, engaging. Yeah. I'm starting to understand why no one did this before. <laughs> right? Seems like a difficult road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very it's... difficult road, and I'm not a scientist. I never stepped inside a university. <laughs> but I, and I he didn't do know, miss much. No, Let me tell you that. I, I, I do know how to <laughs> produce a TV show, but everything here is different because it's just anything you can think about is different than just from the way that you just produce a TV show. The ages are different. The You come across thoughts like, okay, yeah, I have to make the audience to... to to believe my character, to 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 identify with the character, and then you think to yourself, hmm, is it possible to make your audience identify with the main character? I don't know if it's relevant. Yeah. I just don't know. That's crazy. He also told me before we recorded that the actual age you're aiming to is 8, eight to, to 16, 16. Yeah. which is like something you never seen. It's not seen a standard yeah. audience for a TV show, no. So it's hard to pitch to the networks. Yeah, we're going for 8 to 16. Yeah, we're going like, to research it. And, yeah, we're going to research it. And, I don't know. How did you become an animator in the first I place? I was an animator. Uh, involved in yeah, cre- creating animation. and. I started as a video, a video technician in a post-production house. Doing commercials and uh, that's uh, before the kindergarten, yeah. Oh, no, oh. okay. You want to start yeah. in the kindergarten? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll start from the beginning. I was studying music, which oh, was that, the closest you were gonna say I was in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I was, st- I was born, yeah, <laughs> I was first born. <laughs> so I was starting, I was uh, studying I, music, I was a music student at uh, Rimon. Oh, okay. For one year. Closer to the mic. Until, uh, until I uh, understood it wasn't for me. Because everyone was better than me. So I left. <laughs> sh- shamelessly. <laughs> and I started to, to... I just had a year of living with a, with a roommate in Give a Time. Uh, working as a, as a security guard in a kindergarten. And one day I just got a call from my uh, teacher who was uh, my teacher uh, in high school. I was the best film student in high school. In all of? In all of the high school. No, actually, I where, won, where, we, where we won, we won uh, awards for students in uh, the Jerusalem Film Festival. Oh, I was okay. really good. Okay. Really, it was in uh, Kiryat Gat. Oh, okay. It was like the, the very... Periphery. Low, very periphery, yeah. So I just got, got a call and he said, yeah, my, my family member is looking for a video technician. I was wondering if you were uh, interested. I was 24. So I said, okay, well, what do you have to lose? So I went back home from the kindergarten, smoked a joint, <laughs> and went to an interview for this uh, post-production house, which was uh, uh, in uh, Tel Aviv. And I met the CTO, the chief technical officer, who I just told him, oh, man, I don't know nothing. I was the best film student student ever when I was in high school, but I can't remember anything. I was in the army three years. I don't remember nothing but time code. And he said, okay, you can just start on uh, Sunday. <laughs> so uh, on 
when Maybe I was he on the elevator the joint before the interview too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just honest. Yeah. So uh, while I was on the elevator down, I was already uh, resigning my job, and uh, that's how I started working. I I later on replaced him after after two or three years. I replaced him as the CTO, and then uh, I just got into music and started to uh, be uh, start to produce some music. The Angelsy, if you don't, if you know, of course, of course produced yeah. some of the Angelsy's song uh, wow. on the first album, and then I. Uh, started to be a producer somehow for Zach and Quack. Amazing. And I found myself for the first time just producing a, a show in the, as a $10 million budget. You tell the stories yeah. and you just kind of stumble on these things. I definitely stumble. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't believe in anything but coincidence really yeah 99% that I'm right but coincidences <laughs> uh, uh, do you believe in luck or coincidences that regardless and luck doesn't exist at all I'm also a very lucky person but I don't use that term because okay. because <laughs> how convenient because, for because you <laughs> first of all I don't believe it okay. second it might ruin yeah luck so okay I'm just Fair enough. I'm just, I don't debate it. It just happens. And there's a reason. Okay. Those who have good coincidences yeah. are lucky. Yeah. Those who have bad are not. <laughs> so, Gilad, here's, yeah. here's the thing, guys. Okay? There's a Kickstarter for this. It's an Indiegogo, actually. It's an Indiegogo yeah. for Adam and I. Yeah. Which is this autistic-oriented TV show we've been discussing. Cartoon? Yeah. Cartoon. So, what's the what's the Search. sum you're gonna raise? Uh, we're gonna we're currently having a campaign for one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Okay, it's a lot of money. That's not much. Come on, it's guys. a lot of money. Yeah, but I can explain. I can no, explain but why it's a lot of money. That's it's not a lot. Wait. People, if everybody gives. You know, if a, a thousand people give a hundred bucks, boom, you have basically. Of course. But or it, if that, two, two NJP listeners give 60,000. Of course. All I'm saying, the guys, Jewish is, community. what I'm saying is listeners, open your wallets and uh, go to Indiegogo and Adam and I. Yeah. Just, but explain. Do it. Do it. Because I can explain why it's so expensive. It's for an, a pilot episode, which includes a lot of development and involves much a larger amount of personnel personnel than just a, a TV show. We need uh, education professionals. We need professors in the field of autism. And we need to, to develop a show in a different way. And it takes a little bit more time than just develop a regular show. We need to have some tests and trials. And later on, after we have that pilot, we need to conduct a serious research about its effects on people with autism and after that we'll have to tweak it according to these results and that's why it's a bit more so, expensive i'm sorry but that's the no way. i i i first of all you don't have to apologize no i, I apologize say, to everyone it's i have okay. to say that uh <laughs> if you guys think about it compared to the huge budgets that go into the american film and television industry for 35 million dollars for just a pilot <laughs> this is nothing and it's an amazing impact 
So and and if you think about the fact that just by pulling out fifty bucks, you get the chance you get to the be chance part, to part of part history. Of, yeah, an executive producer, basically. Yeah, so that you can get a T-shirt. A T-shirt. You even, get a yeah, T-shirt. That's even actually, better. Even a T-shirt. <laughs> but without even without a T-shirt, <laughs> think about it. No, fifty bucks to create a television show. So if ha- if just half of you pull out fifty bucks, half of this budget is boom done. So I'm just saying, this is huge. It's, it's a amazing. Mitzvah. It's, it's a mitzvah. mitzvah. I don't believe in that, but it's a mitzvah. Yeah, I guess. So Because they deserve it. There are a lot of people, you know, it's, you're talking about 138 million eight years old kids. In the world. Yeah. In the world. That's, that's a big audience. Right. Yeah. They, they, they just deserve it. Yeah, no, it's, that's, yeah. that's it crazy. Has to be, it has to be done. That's what I have to say. Okay, so we'll put links. Basically, you go to Indiegogo, you write Adam and I, and you go there, but we'll put a link as well. You're so good to me. <laughs> really. <laughs> um, cool. And when can we expect the show? Like, when is it uh, hopefully... If we'll have it funded yeah. by the end of this uh, Indiegogo campaign, which will be in uh, uh, February... We can have it ready by uh, November, December. The pilot. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, guys. So do it. Do it. Do it. And anything else before we... Okay. Before we go, we have a collaboration with the Jewish Journal. Twin, uh, sorry. JewishJournal.com. And there you can find amazing articles, podcasts, like the, the David Suisse's podcast, Shmuel Rosner's podcast. So check them out, guys. They're amazing. And usually we... Yeah, usually, yeah. We, usually we say we do this on our free time so, uh, so you guys can donate. But today, first of all, go to Indiegogo. Donate to Adam and I. And if you have a few more schmeckles left over, you can throw them <laughs> our way. But guys, check out Adam and I on Indiegogo and, uh, and donate. If and people want to contact help you... Help the cause. Well, there's a Facebook page. On that Facebook page, there are my email, my personal phone number, and uh, anyone can uh, message me there or uh, call me. But perfect. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you Good for luck. having me. It's amazing. Good luck, really. Thanks a lot. Bye, guys. Till Bye. next time. Bye.